2: Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. Uh, oof. I wore a sort of sweater that was just a little too hot this uh, last week. And that was sort of like I got my sweat on in a way that I didn't have to exercise or go to the sauna. And in a way, it elevated sort of my current lifestyle and um, well being because I was schwitzing for the price of a gilded sweater. good for you man i feel like That's great. after i deliver my opening the guest always is sort of confused on what to do with that information <laughs> which it's it's supposed to be an example of how i'm sort of crushing it industry wise personality wise and the guest is always sort of unclear on what to do with that information
3: i got the notes that you set up for the episode that was like i'll yeah. tell a story and then you be perplexed yeah be so concerned. i'm trying to fulfill that
2: yeah exactly <laughs> But I'm here with Michael Cruz Kane. Uh, uh, Michael has a lovely show called A Good Cry that blends comedy and grief. And when I heard about it, I thought, that's fantastic. It's right up my alley. And uh, we'll get into Woo-hoo. it. We'll get into it. But uh, first of all, why is the show not called A Good Grief?
3: Uh, okay, because oh, I felt like it would really evoke. Okay, <laughs> oh, shit. I should have been ready for this. You know what I thought? Here's why. We, you know, okay. You know what? Actually, fuck you, Miles. Okay, yeah. So okay. here's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. You deserve that. <laughs> That's the fuck you music. Yeah. I, th- I I, thought about, honestly, Good Grief was on the list. Yeah. And I think the real reason is that there's something already called that. Like probably 50 things called that. Yeah, like peanuts. Charlie Brown is always saying it. What, am I going to sue Charlie Brown? Yeah. You know? No. I don't, yeah. have, I don't have the time or the money to sue that guy. He's richer than God. Yeah. He's a fat He's a fat cat for all I'm, I'm concerned about.
2: Oh, Yeah. But um, well, thank you so much for doing the show. I do appreciate it. Uh, and first of all, I think it's important that you know that uh, I have a lot of grief in my life as well. Okay,
3: yeah. Should and we, flip we, we flip it? We flip. Should we you flip wanna, it? This part. This. I mean, no. I mean, this part right here. We'll cut it out. and We'll put it out on my podcast. Starting yeah, from here. exactly. Right. And then we'll get we'll get back to it because I know this podcast is exclusively about sweaty sweatshirts and you love it and you know everything and
2: what i love about this is you did the research about my show and you sort of you came in and you knew exactly what it was and what you were doing but uh i'm also i mean not that this is gotcha journalism but we've met before do you remember
3: that Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, of course. Wasn't it at um? <laughs> wasn't it at the? Yeah, you have no idea. But that's fine. It's because it's because I was
2: below the line, and I was a teen at a certain point. You did some shoot that I PA'd for a million fucking years ago, and I was the slate boy, and it was for like an "I love the '90s" thing. I at UCB maybe it was a UCB thing that was like "I love the
3: aughts or something like that. I don't even remember what it was. I vaguely remember doing that. Yeah, very, anyway. very vaguely. I'm sure that I was, remind me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure that, I'm sure that I was delightful. I'm sure that you I were, was. You were actually, you were goofing and gabbin. And I'll yeah. say that
2: there were other people there that I was like, not for me, but you were goofing and gabbin and you were enjoying yourself. And uh, you kept making fun of the way I was slating in a, in a way that made me feel seen. So that was nice.
3: I, I, you know what? And that's what I'm all about. Yeah. Making, <laughs> making the teens feel seen. Teen scene. Teens feel teen scene. Hashtag scene, teen scene. Hashtag Teen scene. People still do hashtags, right? It's still really popular. Are you asking me because you think I'm like a young person that
2: in, that knows things <laughs> about that type of stuff? <laughs> yeah, you have like a you have like a cool phone. You're you're you know, you know no, you're looking and you saw my phone on the thing. Don't just look at stuff around the shot and say I know you and I know what you're all about. Okay, I'm just a freaking hired gun for all you care. But, but let me tell you, so tell tell people about a little bit about your show and your experience, and then we can kind of go tit for tat grief-wise.
3: Oh, okay. Well, um, my show, it, we interview uh, friends of mine, comedians, mm-hmm. um, and I guess other sort of notable types, including we got, this season's got some authors, it's got uh, personalities, I guess you would say. Um, what's Amanda Klutz? What do you, do you know, are you familiar with Amanda Klutz? Klutz, yeah, of course. No, I don't know. Okay, cut that out, and Sorry, and we'll then I'm, I'll out. ask again, and then and then you be like Amanda oh Clutes, oh, Clute, you got clutes? No way! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all kinds of people on the on the podcast talking. Talk, I mean, I would say that the podcast does uh, include comedic elements because it's funny people talking. Yeah, but I would put I would put a parentheses question mark next to comedy to be totally honest, <laughs> got because I, okay. some of these episodes. Are downright fucking sad as shit. Of course, and I think that's just kind of that's just kind of what it is. Yeah, but um, the idea of the podcast is to like demystify. Yeah, the idea of grief, which in my opinion is kind of like we hide it. It's like a big secret. We sort of pretend it's not happening, and nobody yeah. knows how to talk about it. That's kind of the deal. Yeah,
2: I love that, and uh, yeah, that's right up my alley because, uh, as listeners of the show know, my brother passed away when I was seventeen. Um, and was, like, sick for a lot of the time I was in high school. So grief was something that was, like, very important to me as an identity thing at a very early age. And then has continued, to. Like, I've had friends pass in recent years and stuff like that. But uh, on this show, I actually talk about it a fair amount, I would say, uh, as something that I feel like a lot of my silliness and silly billiness is derived from, like, feelings of grief and feeling like I had to choose to, like... Drink my cup full after the big sad of my 17 years.
3: May I ask um, what sort of sick your brother was?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So he had brain cancer. Uh, So he was sick when he was really little, like six, seven, eight years old. And then it was remission until he was 22. And then. um, Oh, wow. Yeah. Or twenty, No, maybe, uh, maybe 19. And then he passed away when he was 22. Um, So all through my high school experience, he was sick, and then he passed away right at the end of my senior year, a day before I went to my college orientation. And one of the receptionists at the college orientation said, you've got the greatest smile. Can you tell me what's your mood like? And I was like, my brother just died
3: 24 hours ago. My brother had cancer when my brother... Is alive currently, but he yeah. had cancer when he was a kid. And I very much remember, like, he's younger than me, a lot of like hospital life and what that was like going yeah. back and forth all the time. And I don't know if it was like this with your brother, but it, I never for a second thought my brother was going to die. I mean, he didn't die, but my parents thought it all the time. All the time. Yeah, like, I didn't know sure. until I was older that my parents mm-hmm. were like, oh, yeah, we thought for sure he was going to die. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what my, my, I mean, at that point, I kind
2: of felt like he was going to die, but even though, although he, he kind of like, he had cancer, brain surgery, radiation, stuff like that. Then he got way better for a while and they like sent him back to school. He was like back at school, like getting drinking citations as he should have been doing. He was like, I'm fucking partying. and like, no one's going to tell me what to do. It's like, I, you know, just had cancer, which is fantastic. Uh, and then he got it again, sort of as like a byproduct of his treatment initially. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, the hospital lifestyle thing is pretty crazy. It's, uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time in hospitals and, uh, and I just had, you have several children, right?
3: I have, well, this is what the podcast is about. And this yes. might be too heavy for the world. No, no, no. But I have, uh, a son who's 13, a daughter who's 10, and my 13 yeah. year old son is a twin. Yeah. And his brother passed away when he was a very little baby. But so that's, that is, that's like where the, all of it comes from. Of course. Uh And it is like one of the, I mean, brother, your brother was older than you, right? You said yes, you were older 17? than me.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was 17. He was like 22.
3: Yeah. So like that kind of grief also, I think is really shocking for people. Like a young death is something that like sure. really fucks people up. Yeah, of so course. So I think that is, um what do I want to say? I guess- <laughs> It's, it's a it's a very hard thing to communicate about to people who have not had anything like that happen to them. It oh, is yeah. Very. It's like speaking. A, it's like speaking a different language.
2: No, exactly. Which is one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on, because I do feel like there is sort of a <laughs> not that it's because it's absolutely not a badge of honor. And I don't think that everyone everything happens for a reason. But, uh, I, cause that sucks. But, um, I do think that, like, when I see people that have gone through similar experiences, it makes me feel just a deep empathy for them, or just it makes me feel like seen. It makes me, like, recognize those people of having some sort of understanding of something that was so nebulous and weird that I also went through. Um, even though every flavor of grief is sort of a different type of ice cream.
3: Yeah. I think it's like, um, yeah, I think ice cream is a really good comparison, first of all. And <laughs> yeah, I also it's yummy to say that and we love it. <laughs> I also wanted to say that I think it's I think that's very that's so natural, right? It's like you're yeah. a dad now, right? So yeah. when you are out and you see another dad with a kid the same age as your kid, you're like, mm-hmm. that guy gets it. And you you're like right. gravitate toward those people. And it is like that with grief, where like, if I want to talk about my son, I am yeah. like, who will have some idea what the fuck I'm talking about? Right. Because if not. You're talking to someone who, you know, lovely people who are trying to only be nice. Yeah. Who like have absolutely no idea what the fuck you're talking about. It's like trying. Well, it's like any any experience is a foreign language of your whole life. And some of them are just much more foreign than others. Yeah, definitely. Well, that was honestly. Is that right? What I said? That's a book title. That's it's <laughs> a very long title. It's incredibly long. No one is buying it. <laughs> no one's buying it, but it is long. Hey, about. have you read the book? I read um, half the title and I got <laughs> tired.
2: <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to skip this one. No, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, I just remember, especially at that time, I'd be like, yeah, like this is what happened in my life. And then, like, people just had their own college problems that were very sort of different and felt frivolous to me at the time because it was like, well, yes. the dining hall won't let me up, and I'm
3: like, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. What really <laughs> but think. also, that's like that's also all valid. The, that's also, all valid. People problem. have, They're, yeah. It's just like that's the most that they have. And I think they, that is something. It took me a second to like recalibrate my experience of other people to be yeah. like, okay, yeah, man. I mean, like your boyfriend is late a lot, and I know that makes you really sad. Yeah. So I get, I get how that can be sad. Like yeah. late, that sucks. <laughs>
2: Totally. No, actually, and actually feel like uh, I feel very lucky. I talk about this sometimes on the show, but how uh, at that age, I kind of did feel like I had to make a decision, not even a decision. I don't know if I'm that smart, but uh, that I do feel like it made me a more empathetic person instead of the opposite and it making me feel like dark and sad and negative. I felt like that big sad led me to be much more empathetic of everyone's problems, regardless of whether they were like big, deep, you know, death problems or just
3: like a small feeling of weirdness problems. I feel like it just led me to have deeper empathy for everybody. Well, I think that is lovely. And I also wonder how much of that is like, you were just predisposed to be like, it sounds like you attribute a lot of uh, your personality or at least significant parts of your personality to your brother's illness. But I also wonder if like, you might just be a fun, nice person. Honestly, because I think (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I think, yeah, you asshole. Because I think that I—I don't know. I feel like I know people, and having talked about this in the podcast, yeah. and just speaking for myself, I don't think I've become any better in any way. Like, I don't think anything has changed. Oh no, 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 no. Me yeah, that has improved me. No, I—I I agree. Where it feels completely. like people—people people learn things. I just haven't. I
2: don't think that I am better off in any possible way. I think I just felt like survival wise I had to develop empathy you know what I mean like but I do like it always bothers me when people like say like well everything happens for a reason it's like yeah if your life's kind of pretty decent like (laughs) or like if you haven't had this thing where it's just like fuck off like I, I don't know but uh, no, yeah, yes. Yes, I, I fully relate to that. That yeah, I don't think that any part of it has made me any better of a person. And any sort of like <laughs> possible little like silver lining that I'm trying to weasel out, I obviously w- <laughs> don't care about in the grand context of everything.
3: Yeah, I don't even. I don't even mean silver lining. I don't know. I don't. Uh, you understand what I mean? Yeah, we're fighting. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's our first, this is like our fifth fight of this episode, and let me say this: yeah. if you've only heard three of the fights, that's because two of them happened on uh-huh. Patreon, and that's, you gotta subscribe to the Patreon, guys. Thank you, you, yeah. you absolutely have to. Yeah, that's
2: right. Because there are some right.
3: choice fights in there. Did the yeah. sweatshirt thing happen here, or did it happen behind the paywall? You'll they, yeah, honestly, you'll have to subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon to find out. You'll have to find out in the yeah. edit. You cannot rewind
2: this episode. You have to go to the Patreon. That's the only way. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Patreon, um, everyone should give me a <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> no. So uh, you're obviously on this show because people are calling in. Uh, you have lots of expertise. People should check out your podcast, A Good Cry, slash A Good Grief, and um, uh, because <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. And you just launched a new season. But tell the people, because you're about to answer their calls, answer Mm -hmm. the conundrums,
3: what qualifies you as a perfect person here today to speak to the people? What qualifies me? Okay, so me, the question's for me? Yeah. As a perfect person, uh, I would say my big thing is I had eczema and I don't really have it anymore. That's kind of my top, my top quality. Through the magic of pharmaceutical companies, which I've always supported. I love I'm a big Pfizer boy, everybody knows pharma. that. Yeah. I'm a brand ambassador for mm-hmm. Pfizer. Yeah.
2: And you, you like it when they sort of we were
3: like, hey, this is for art stuff, and it turns out nope, and it's for something else. <laughs> That's exactly that's exactly what I, I like when they're like, hey, this medicine, it's a trillion dollars. You need it to live. Oh, then it's 2 trillion. Yeah. Those are my boys. Those are your guys. That's Pete and Dave in the in this office that's down at Pfizer. <laughs> that's Pete's exactly right. Giant shout out to Pete and Dave. Now, um Oh, well, Pete and Dave, if you guys okay, no you go. Go ahead. No, no, I'll no,
2: you no. know, I'll text them. Well, hey, uh the phone lines are ringing off the damn hook. Um oh. so what's
3: up? Oh, just that was a, that was a response to the phone lines. How I, I was like, whoa! There, you know, it's it's yeah. uh, jarring how much there's ringing lot, there is. There's a lot of ringing in there. And um, as always, if you like the show, you can like and subscribe it on
2: Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you love the show, consider joining the Patreon. Where there's a you bonus. gotta be on the Patreon. You gotta be. on you the Patreon. Be. There's a bonus fight from me and Michael. There's uh, extended versions of every single episode, including this one, as well as an exclusive. Perfect Person Platinum show that's only Ooh. on Patreon where I call back callers that have had conundrums in the past on the show, and they tell me how much I've changed their
3: lives. Oh my God. Incredible. Yeah, Incredible. I'm going to subscribe right now. You should. You really should. I'm going to subscribe right now. I'll check. I'll check uh, yep. later and just make sure that you've <laughs> I'll check and I'll email you about it. I'll say. it's. Am I right? It's www.miles.com.
2: Oh man. If I could have that website, I'd, I'd be a billionaire. If I could have miles.com,
3: I think I'd be swimming in We it. would never see you again. That's no, how rich but, you would be. And, and by the way, yeah, I if I make enough money, I'm done.
2: I'm buying an island and just sort of building like a Minecraft server on it.
3: Me too. I'm not going to be tweeting. You, know, you won't catch me tweeting. I'm only tweeting now because I'm pathetic. But once I have <laughs> money, never see a tweet again. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I don't want to be t- giving my unsolicited thoughts about the Oscars Like once I have That's exactly building. right. What is this? show about? What's happening now? What are we going to do now? We're going to talk to the people on the phones? This is incredible. This is, by the way, you came in, <laughs> you
2: did so much research for this show, and you've met me before, you don't even remember, you come in and you say, what's this show? Well, first of all, Michael <laughs> tried to call in yesterday from a hotel. He said, hey, I don't have a microphone or a will to live, but I've got my fucking cell phone and a hotel deluxe Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> But that's, that's not even that's, that's, that's not, not even the, the first time. Idea. That's a week ago. I said, hey, are you going to be here in a second? And you said, I live in Brooklyn. You, you you saw there was an address on the Google Meet.
3: Couldn't even, no, he was in Brooklyn. He, he wasn't going to the studio. No way. I was literally 3,000 miles away from where you wanted me to be. <laughs> that's right. And my studio is really cool, by the way. It's fun over here. It's oh, flirty. It's, it's, are you kidding me? That's it right. is so hip. It's What, do you got a camera? What do you got? A typewriter? Yeah, I got a typewriter.
2: Well, the two of those things are from very different time periods. But yeah, I do have a camera and I do
3: have a typewriter. No, um, but this, isn't there a camera right there next oh, to the typewriter? A what is that? Yeah, this doesn't turn on though. It's just sort of a prop. I see. I see. It's just to establish an ambiance.
2: It's to establish a feel and a look and a je ne sais quoi. But anyway, did, did you just we, did you just check your watch? <laughs> you did this. I really didn't. I was checking the mixer right here. You mean this right here? This were is the mixer. the mixer. Okay. I'm checking that. I'm checking that the audio levels are being recorded, and then I'm checking that over there the camera's being recorded. I've got a freaking multi armed, multi faceted thing going on over here. Okay.
3: Ooh. Okay. Ooh, so I, I'm a one man band here. I'm doing all the bells and whistles over here. Wow, the bells and the whistles and the uh, camera.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're really stuck in the camera.
3: But let's. <laughs> let's let's take some calls here and it's going to require me to move closer to you to make sure that this works uh, everybody watches this right because the positions you got in to get toward the phone i would describe as creepy you did some <laughs> yeah you mean this you mean
2: you, no, towards a, you, you?
3: you got out of the chair groin first like uh like you were <laughs> like you were summoned toward me
2: yeah well the right, but the people aren't watching this angle they're watching the camera They're watching the camera that's recording a higher res version of the show, and so what this is telling me is that not only did you not see what the show's description was, but you didn't even go to the YouTube channel and say, "Whoa, look at his nice looking camera." You said, "I'm fucking in Brooklyn, one week passes. I'm in a hotel, and I'm not even going to. I'm such a busy guy that I'm not even going to Google what this is. I could. This could have been a gotcha journalism show where I have you on and I ask you weird." Weird when I tried to join
3: you from the hotel, yeah, my son was loudly eating a cheeseburger in the <laughs> background, and I was like, "Just, you just go eat that in the bathroom <laughs> of the hotel." So he went into he the bathroom. Was eating to the eat bathroom?
2: It. You vanquished yourself. How long did you think this was going to take?
3: You're like going to cheeseburger for an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Once he was done with the cheeseburger, he could come out. He was just eating it so loudly. And then it didn't even happen, and I had to walk into the bathroom where I'd put my (laughs) son and be like, hey, bro, you don't have to be in here anymore. That's insane.
2: Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots. And I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff—I loved. I thought it was like fantastic, and I could not get enough of it. Head to FactorMeals.com/slash/PerfectPerson50 and use code PerfectPerson50 to get fifty percent off. That's code PerfectPerson50 at FactorMeals.com/slash/PerfectPerson50 to get fifty percent off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. Or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, (laughs) Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries so sign up for a one dollar per month trial at shopifycom slash perfect person all lowercase go to shopifycom slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopifycom slash perfect person if you're selling stuff then you're gonna want to check this puppy out
0: basically I am the only blonde person in my house It's the house of seven girls, and my roommate confronted me and her with her razor, and she's like, "Hey, no worries. If this happens, we just need to talk about boundaries, and her razor is filled with, like, long blonde hairs, like so many, but truly it was not me. Like truly, I did not use her razor. And now we're really freaked out about who that was blonde used her razor. So we could use some advice and there's some crime in our neighborhood. So like maybe this was a criminal. Um anyway, just give me a call back.
3: So it seems like there's sort of a, a blonde criminal on the loose. Yes, or some kind of a um an apparition, like a will a will o' the wisp. Hair. A will. With long blonde hair. will will o apostrophe the wisp. Yeah. I believe that is like a an, an Irish nymph that hides in the woods and is lurking behind you. But yeah. no matter how quickly you turn, yeah. you can never see I told will you of the wisp. Hey, by the way, when we start, I told you to stop talking about this. <laughs> 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 you, came, you, came, you, came, you came in kind of talking about this same thing, and I feel like you're shoehorned into this call. <laughs> you get, I do have another podcast called, called Will of the Wisp. Yeah, you're always talking about this spooky little man standing behind you that you seem really scared of. We do other like wraiths and stuff, specters and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But it's it. mostly Willow the Wisp. So it's the Grieve Show and then <laughs> and your Spooky Goblins. Those are, show my, as well. those are my two podcasts. It's called Spooky Goblins. Are, are we, are, what, do we know this person's name? Uh, we don't, but we're about to give him a call back just to kind of see what the hell is our problem.
2: Hello. Hello. You called perfect person. I'm here to call you back.
0: Shut up! (laughs) Thanks. Oh my god, I'm so glad she called back.
2: It seems like you have a spooky little criminal hulking around. Yeah,
0: Miles, we have like, like we're a little freaked out.
2: Okay, so first of all, I'm here with Michael Cruz Kane. Michael, say hello. 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 Can you hear him?
0: You're like a little quiet, but yeah, I can hear you. Okay,
2: that's fine. I don't even care about that because the tech, the tech situation. Michael's freaking across the country right now. Okay, we figured it out, and honestly, you can hear him in his little quiet. That's honestly, and I hate to say it, caller, but that's on you. Okay, so let's, let's let's get into your problem. Give us the key players in the situation.
0: Okay, first of all, my name is Abby, and I am at UVA. Um, in Richmond or no, Charlottesville.
1: Got it.
0: And I'm in a house with seven girls and we've got brunettes, we've got redheads, but I'm the only blonde. Mm. And my roommate healthy, mm. like kind of knocked on my door and was like, Hey, like no worries. Like if this happens, like, we'll just talk about boundaries, but my razor has like a lot of blonde hair in it and like Again, no worries. Just, like, maybe clean it out next time. Yeah. (sighs) Truly, it was not me. So, like, we did some digging. Like, we're some, maybe some boys in the house. But the other issue is we're upstairs. Like, so there's, like, two bathrooms. And we're upstairs. And, like, the bathroom's tucked in the corner. So, like, whoever did this, like, really had to go and try.
2: Yeah. So they did this on purpose to kind of piss you off or something like that. I mean, the to, boys, f- to frame you. To frame you. To sort of put you off.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering. And, mm. like, there's been some, like, break ins in the neighborhood recently. But, like, <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't go and, like, shave their legs and leave the razor.
2: I think you're onto the right track by saying I don't think that they would probably do that and not do anything else and not steal anything or, or like, you know, wreck your stuff or just like if they were coming in and delicately shaving on your razor. I mean, hey, that's a devious
3: deed. The blonde shaver. You know what I, I heard though? I heard that sometimes the women's razors can be more expensive. So maybe that was a, they, like it was yeah. worth it to them to break in to yeah. use that razor. Right, right. Mm-hmm. A- Abby, is it Abby? Yes. Yeah.
2: All right. So, so yeah. So, so, so Michael was just, I guess, saying, yeah. What if it was more expensive? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just is sort of saying, you know, what if the razor was more expensive? Okay. Abby, can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you.
3: Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My question is, can I ask you a question? as? A serious question, Abby. Did you fucking do it, though? Is it you? Yeah. yeah like, Is it you? Did you do it?
0: No, like, it, it, I actually it wasn't. But uh, here's the other issue. I don't know if like my roommate believes me. Like, she's like, no, like, yeah, that's so creepy. But I feel like she really thinks that I did it.
2: Abby, I don't know that I believe you, and I want to be clear about this. Well, miles. I know that it's the person you. It's the person you least expect. Sometimes maybe it, it was you. <laughs> And by the way, have you been drinking tonight? No. <laughs> Do I sound drunk? No, but I'm just wondering, what if you got drunk and you were taking a shower and you were like, well, I guess one razor's not better than the other razor. Like, maybe this one's mine. I can't even see. I'm so blacked out. And then you freaking use <laughs> one razor and it's like it turns out that it was your roommates, but you don't even know that it was your roommates. When was the last time you shaved, well, I guess, your legs?
0: That's the thing. In the winter, I'm full, like... I let, him, I let it yeah, grow right like, I don't shave my legs in the winter, and the other thing is that when I do shave my legs, I'm like a you know shave, shave, wipe the razor, shave, shave, and then I wipe it, so like yeah. I feel like even if I was blacked out, I would have in my mind been sneaky about it. I yeah. just feel like it's weird that the, and like I looked at this razor i w- she cleans it out, I wish I took a picture, it is filled with just blonde hair
2: like
0: it is wow. i don't
2: know if it's usable i'm wondering if it was one of the boys yeah
3: tell us about well, the boys okay, so Give us the have- boys <laughs> list them off jamie kim what was your second boy name kim you went right to kim on the second one i just ran out of names i don't know how many boy names can you possibly
2: have but um is your boyfriend blonde abby
0: Dirty blonde. I haven't taken a, taken a peek at his leg here, honestly. Oh, recently. my God. So like, it's, I don't really know how... It's, it's your the,
2: boyfriend. It's always the husband. It's always the husband. <laughs> it's, you know, these cold cases, 99% of the time, it's the husband. In this case, the boyfriend.
3: It's for sure the boyfriend. What's his name? <laughs> Doug? Uh, Denise, maybe? That's my second <laughs> guess. <laughs>
0: His name is Christian, but I don't think he's ever shaved his legs.
2: With a name like Christian, you think he's not shaving his legs? (laughs) (laughs) If his hair is dirty blonde, then his legs and his pubes, and I'm sorry for saying that, have got to be platinum white blonde. And I think that your (laughs) boyfriend is probably just like, whatever, I thought this was Abby's, and Abby wouldn't even mind I mean, I'm too busy running around like playing soccer or whatever it is that he does. Tell us about your boyfriend and we'll we'll seal the coffin.
3: Give us his full name and like um, (laughs) home address. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like to sum him up, he's a really hardcore dodgeball player um, and he (laughs) likes to play online chess.
3: Okay, that's the funniest combo (laughs) of (laughs) person. It sounds like you made him up, if I'm being totally (laughs) honest.
2: (laughs) It does sound like he does not exist, but, Abby, I'm hopeful for you. And by the way, I do think that a Dodgeball, he's got to have no leg here so he can fucking fly through the wind and spike the (laughs) new kid. And for Chess, he's got to be, like, bone clean so he can think straight.
3: Yeah, it's exactly right. You got to be bone clean to think during chess.
2: <laughs> and they have, like,
0: uniforms in dodgeball that are, like, pretty serious, apparently. So, like, maybe he's trying to fit in. I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like, yeah, sometimes athletes, like swimmers, they'll shave their whole body down so they can get, get faster. And I'm wondering if the same is true yeah. for dodgeball. and
0: he did used to swim. He was, uh, like, uh, he, like, almost went to the Olympics, like, in high school, but then he, like, stopped.
3: Oh, oh maybe oh, he's trying, like, Oh. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, 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 What does almost went to the Olympics mean? Because I would I just want to say, I don't think, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to bust Christian's whole situation here, but not a lot of people go from, I almost went to the Olympics to now I play dodgeball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Like maybe he didn't like, Maybe not Olympic level, but, like, he was really good. Like, he was going for, like, 4 a.m. practice, like, you know, every day, like, six days a week. You hear about Christian?
2: He's on the dodgeball team. He's a disgraced Olympian. (laughs) He uses his mind for chess and his body for dodgeball. Well, I think that, yeah, have you confronted your boyfriend about this and said, like, hey, my roommate has this weird razor with all this blonde hair on it. Do you know anything about that?
0: Yeah, I did. And he was like, that's so weird.
2: But like, it was over the phone. I couldn't couldn't even take a peek at his legs. You got to take a peek at this guy's legs. I mean, you're going to be able to tell right off the bat if he's got um, bone clean legs. But I think that (laughs) (laughs) I think it's got to be your boyfriend or does your roommate have boys in the house or girls or just any romantic partner? In the house,
0: we've had some like falling outs recently with the boys, but there is a, there is a new house boyfriend, um, <laughs> Michael. But I don't think he's ventured upstairs yet.
3: That's a uh, wait, wait, wait. Keska say house boyfriend. What does that mean? Oh, just like a boyfriend who's around.
0: Oh, yeah, like we just like call them like like house boyfriends, like because they just are like you know out and about.
2: Are you guys really popular? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like we have a house boys so. that just sort of come around, they flit through, shave their legs and do our dishes.
0: <laughs> I mean like I wish. I just think like I don't know, I just think we have people coming and going.
2: Does Michael have blonde hair? And I want you to be honest. And then I want you to tell me about these boys you clearly have a vendetta against you. This is like a classic clue. Because you're like, Yeah, these boys we had a falling out with, they said, You'll rue the day
3: you tarnish my reputation. <laughs> and then they rode off on big blonde horses. <laughs> yeah.
0: There is a blonde ex boyfriend, and then Michael Michael's another dirty blonder, so it's kind of tricky.
2: I think they all did it together. I think it was like a it was like the Scream movies. Where it turns out there's multiple, <laughs> multiple
3: shavers in the house, but, but that's a big plot point in Scream. A lot of all the guys <laughs> shaving at once.
2: Yeah, I love that. Love that scene. But uh, I mean, yeah, it seems like probably my my main culprit goes to your boyfriend because he's the closest to the situation. I mean, this, the house boyfriend is is a little suspect to me because he's sort of just always lurking around and he doesn't appear to have any sort of you know other duty.
0: I mean, yeah, that's, true. I just, I, I, yeah, I don't have any other explanation because like none, no one else is born. Like all the other girls, like we, you know, everyone, all the brunettes have like jet black leg hair. So, and unless I like hallucinated, I just, I don't think it was me.
2: Yeah. It's, I think it was your boyfriend and you got to just peek at his legs. And I think you got to also ask the house boyfriend like, oh, you know that wallpaper in the upstairs bathroom? You know what I mean? And then oh, he'll be yeah. like, oh, I haven't been up there. Or he'll be like, oh, yeah, I was looking <laughs> at that when I was shaving my... <gasps> no! no! But yeah, I think it was almost 100% your funny little boyfriend, uh, who I would love if he called in as well, because God. I want to hear about his Olympic days. And also, um, <laughs> I am I have been interested recently in playing adult sports uh, that have like no stakes and are all oh. fun. Something like a dodgeball that seems like interesting to me at this
3: point in my life.
0: See, you would think it had no stakes, but apparently, dodgeball is a really big deal around these parts.
3: Yeah, I heard Christian was almost on the uh, Olympic dodgeball team. Yeah, I heard he almost. Yeah, he almost went pro.
0: And you would think, like, kind of like one year anniversary or like dodgeball tournament, because that was kind of a big debate.
2: He didn't uh, point, I'm sorry. So. Abby, he didn't go to your anniversary <laughs> because he was at a dodgeball tournament for fun.
0: No, like no, like I told him like like I'm sorry, but like there's going to be like a ginormous problem if you choose it, but like there was like some pouting about that for sure.
3: <laughs> but ult- ultimately he did the anniversary thing.
0: Yeah, but he watched live on his phone like the dodgeball tournament. <laughs>
2: Abby, come on. That's that's crazy. He he was watching the at your anniversary like dinner, he's like watching the dodgeball tournament.
0: Yeah. We were like eating like Belgian waffles and like <laughs> watching the tournament.
2: Yeah. What oh could possibly God. be interesting about like and by the way, how was it filmed? A local dodgeball tournament was <laughs> televised. Like, there can't have been that many camera angles. It can't have been interesting. It's just, like, balls, like, flying at each other, and it's just people being like, eh, I'm out. Okay, like, how cinematic could that possibly be?
0: It was crazy because the commenta- their commentators, they would have, like, terms. Like, oh, they're doing, like, the, the like, whatever movement, like, the something rotation. Like, they are, like, like, moves and names for, like, what they did like, Oh, he did like the fake out.
2: Look, we're not your boyfriend. You don't have to pretend to be interested in this, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that it was his shaved legs. Cause he's like kind of trying to get faster for the game. Um, and I would start there. And actually this is one that I may call you back about in a week or two for the Patreon native plug. Um, because I want to hear about if you get gather any evidence on who could be the blonde shaver. Yeah. is your roommate. Your, well, your, your, roommate's not blonde.
0: No, she's, like, like she's, like, um, kind of, like, a deep redhead, like, kind of a darker redhead. Mm.
2: And it's not dyed. It's like, not if
0: she dyed. Was, no, if she was, like, strawberry, like, I'd be, like, okay, that's just your own leg hair, and you, like, didn't clean out your razor. But, like, it is pretty dark red. Like, I don't think it was her.
2: Okay, got it. Yeah, it was your boyfriend, and um, I'm sorry to say know. it. But, uh, I-, I
0: feel like that like raises like like i might have to call you again with like a separate problem if it's like you know i feel like that's a separate problem like my boyfriend shaved his leg secretly what do i do
2: yeah that's interesting it's uh i think that probably <laughs> him lying about it's the weirder part that he could have been like yeah i just thought it was yours i'm, I'm sorry but like
3: Wait, yeah. I can, can i can i ask one more question about this i'm sorry yeah. just I, I, it feels like this is like yeah. coming to its natural close and you want i to do extend. have a question and I, and I want to drag it out. No, I just have one question, which is, Abby, is it at all possible that this was like a Will O' the Wisp situation? Yeah,
2: we got to get familiar go. with. Sorry, them? yeah. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> just talking about this. I cannot get him to stop talking about these gremlins. He keeps bringing it up over and over. I guess he had an incident with a gremlin or something. Yeah, this is classic, Michael. Oh,
3: like a ghost. Abby, no, Abby, had a like, couple. Abby gets it. You had a couple, what? Ghosts? Like. <laughs>
0: no we've had a couple of like weird things go on like like I don't know like a window was open one morning and we were like well I don't remember any of us doing that and like we well, thought we had mice do, but then we didn't so maybe we like have something so going on
2: so you're you thinking there's a ghost you left a window open and you forgot and you have mice it seems like you're out, <laughs> it seems like
3: you've got to clean your house Abby, do you ever have a feeling that like there's somebody there, but you turn and look and then you can never see them? You never see no, them. no do what you do.
2: Oh, here we go. Yeah, come on. Because
3: that's a willow. That's a willow the wisp. Yeah. And they might have to
2: shave too. They may have to shave too. And that could be it, but he's been bringing this up since day one. Anyway, Abby, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, tell your boyfriend to stop <laughs> oh shaving gosh. with your roommate's razor.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. Congrats on your baby, Miles.
2: Bye, Abby. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Bye. Thank you.
2: I love you, bye. Wow, another happy customer. There's another. Honestly, I kind of want to do this one because it's thematically
3: also about hair. Oh, good. Yeah, that's my expertise. <laughs> it's like I prepared them for you.
1: Help! Oh my gosh, Miles. Um, I got a haircut that I hate. I got a haircut that I really hate. It looks so bad. Um, and I'm actually embarrassed because I spent. Wait for it. Six hundred dollars on my haircut. So can you please call me back and maybe if you can't give me any advice for how to fix my haircut, um, can you at least um, help me justify my purchase? Um, I know you've purchased multiple $100 mugs. So I feel like if anyone can help me justify this purchase, you can. Thank you so much. And I'm perfectly not saying the name because we've given them enough free ads. Thank you.
2: Wow. Putting me on blast for my mug purchases. You know about the the temperature-sensitive mugs? Oh, uh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't shake your head yes and, and sort of say y- uh, y-, no. Come on. You're getting me all excited about it. Ooh. It's a mug that keeps your coffee exactly the temperature you want. <phone rings> Hundreds of dollars. 120 <laughs> to be exact. Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back about your bad haircut.
1: Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you called me. I'm literally at the gym right now. That's
2: amazing. You're at the gym? Are you do you have a pump? Yeah. A yeah, pump?
1: I, I actually do. I'm right right in the middle of working out. But this is great. This is I'm better. sorry
2: to interrupt your workout. I'm here with Michael Cruz Kane. Bam bam
1: bam bam bam. Hi Michael. How
2: are you? Um but uh Hi. Michael Michael <laughs> grimaced at me saying, "Do you have pump?" Like a pump, like you're you're doing fitness. You're like doing push-ups and your muscles are like pumped. Yeah. But do you yes, have, so a pump? Do
0: have a pump
1: on?
2: Yeah. Do you have a pump on? Michael does not understand anything about <laughs> physical fitness and it's honestly it's it's gone too far. All right, what's going on with his haircut? It, tell us about the haircut and if you could if it's okay. possible, you are obviously in the gym. If it's we the gym is so loud.
3: But that's fine. If it's possible, could you move closer to the loudest thing in the gym? <laughs> move closer to the big blower yeah. fan. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Basically today,
1: when and got a haircut. I have been saving for this haircut for literally like months at my other job. Okay. Um, it was very expensive, um, like $600 and it's just so bad. It's like layers that are too short in the front and it's too long in the back. And I didn't know what, I didn't know what to say. She could tell that I didn't like it, but I was like, Mm. it's perfect. I, and then cry in my car. So I don't know
2: what to do. So what did you tell her that you were looking for? And first of all, is I know that like okay. obviously men's haircuts are very cheap compared to women's haircuts, but six hundred dollars feels like a pretty penny to pay.
1: Oh yes, you would think. But I also got it colored, so it's not just a haircut. It's cut, color, it's highlights, it's yeah. a shadow root, it's the whole thing. And I must say, I do like the color. That's oh, the cut it the cut is the problem.
2: So what did you yeah, what did you tell the hairdresser before the cut? And then I'll kind of give you a perfect way to present your cut to
3: the world
2: as and we're gonna give you a fake name because you wanted to remain okay. anonymous. L- can I get a fake okay. name, Michael? L- Lisa Bonaparte. Lisa Bonaparte. All right, Lisa, give me to give it to me good.
1: Okay, so basically I did show her a picture of the color, but I didn't show her a picture of the cut. Um, typically I don't go for the layers and she said, you know what, let's go for something really layered. It's super in, let's go for something very textured." She was thrown out a lot of adjectives that I was like, yes, I love this. I love, I love the word texture. I love the word movement. And I was, I was hyped this morning after a cold brew at, you know, 9am. I said, let's go for it. You do your thing. Um, so it's my bad for not, um, not maybe being a little more specific about what I needed.
2: Don't separate the art and the artist with this hairdresser. I think that you—it <laughs> seems like she gave you a bad haircut, and I feel like you're letting her off the hook. You're being like, "I—it's my fault that she gave me a bad haircut." It is not your fault.
1: It's a little bit my fault because I should—I could have been more specific. I could have said, "Hmm, that seems like a little bit short," but I was trusting the process and I probably shouldn't
2: have. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. So what would you say the haircut looks like now? And we're going to kind of give you a mm. niche to fall into clothes wise.
1: Okay. So, um, picture, I, I would say it's giving women's mullet
2: a little. Okay. Like, yeah. Wolf
1: cut, like wolf cut, but I'm not cool enough to have a wolf cut.
3: Wolf cut, but not cool enough to have a wolf cut. Michael, you're familiar with wolf cuts absolutely no clue what that means. Not the first idea.
1: The listeners are going to know what a wolf cut is.
3: Yeah. Michael's familiar with the mullet. Michael's familiar Uh, with the mullet. I just, I just got smoked by Lisa
2: Bonaparte. Lisa Bonaparte just served your head on a (laughs) platter. But, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, to me, it's like if it's long in the back and short in the front, then have you ever thought about something that could be so revolutionary as a high pony?
1: You know what? That's what I'm rocking at the gym right now that is what i'm rocking right now yeah um and the front kind of comes out a little bit so when it's in a high pony it looks pretty good but um yeah Yeah.
2: to me also i think that to me a bad haircut is just a good haircut with a different set of clothes
1: (laughs) (laughs) or yes I I like that enthusiasm or you know what? I could just be a claw clip away from a solution.
2: Yes. Now, sometimes when I get a bad haircut, all it takes is a scissor and me cutting off one big chunk of my hair for it to actually look good. But in this case, I actually think that you should like rock other interesting parts of your wardrobe. So it's like kind of artsy. So it's like a so bad, it's good situation.
3: I was just going to, I was just going to back up what miles is saying. By saying, I think it's time to start dressing fucking weird. I heard you say, I heard you say, uh, Lisa, that you didn't think you were cool enough for the yeah. haircut. That's yeah. all wrong. That's right. That is the wrong attitude, Lisa. Start dressing fucked up, and yeah, you will, your hair and your wardrobe will meet each other in a beautiful place. Are those shoes, Where- or is that cardboard? exact that's that's literally exactly what i was talking about yeah oh yeah a necklace made of freaking
2: butter i don't know
3: yeah hey is your hat a cheeseburger or, yes yeah. it is
2: <laughs> we're discovering you in food i think we're hungry but i do think that yeah you're gonna want to just
1: perfect person merch
2: uh okay so first of all merch is on the way it's coming baby and you, it's native plug I paid you to call in. But the merch is coming, and I, the contracts are signed, sealed, and delivered, and the merch is on its way.
1: Well, I think that could potentially fix my whole look, actually.
2: Honestly, I think that that's, that's, that is that's a great point. And what I would also say is, like, what do you normally wear? Do you dress really artsy and fartsy, or are you more sort of wearing a cool little blazer?
1: Okay, so basically, I would say picture um, Old Navy commercial. Or like basic soccer mom, that's me. But think twenties, yeah, very boring.
2: I hear what jeans, you're saying, and t-shirt. And that's yeah. This is why I think that your wardrobe is not weird enough. I think you gotta you gotta rock some weird stuff. What's that blazer? You need yeah. to be dressing like an '80s, you know, bully. And that's I think gonna, people are gonna be like, whoa, that haircut's like kind of funky. Like, is that actually cool? Because like cool stuff is just weird stuff that has isn't confident. And you can quote me on that.
3: What about two shoes that are different? What about two
2: different shoes? That's my yeah, idea. Is that your big idea? You have said it already. Actually, you said it two different you, shoes. I already two said that.
3: Shoes. You already said that. Actually, how about two different shoes? Okay.
1: How about the other piece of this issue, which is not only that I it doesn't look good on me. Yeah. How do I justify the price of this? Okay. Um. And Miles, I know you're kind of kind of the king of this, kind of the king of justifying expensive purchases. Can you can you help me maybe? Maybe with my mental block on
2: this one. Look, money doesn't fucking exist. You know what I mean? It's all the bourgeoisie trying to get you down. That being said, I do love to give myself a little financial treat by buying a little gifty for me. Now, arguably, the way that your hair looks is more important than anything else. So I think that that's like a good Uh thing you can say to yourself (laughs) in the mirror. Now, that being said, also, the money's gone. Okay, you can't get it back. The yep. money's fucking gone. So you being like, should I not yeah. have done... Honestly, you can only move forward in this life. So worrying that you spent too much on your bad haircut is like moot. What you need to be worrying about is how you're going to okay. buy bigger jeans to pull off the haircut. Janko <laughs> <laughs> jeans. I can. Yeah. I,
1: you know what? I think that's the solution. I think we... I think we hit the nail on the head with this one. It yeah. seems like a pretty open and shut case. I'm heading thrifting, yeah. and I'm saying, money? Who who needs it? Student loans? Nobody's paying those.
2: That's damn right. I, I'm going to tell you what the old lady said to her husband in that Pixar movie. However big the jeans are, go up.
3: Famous quote.
1: Uh, all right. I think. I think... I think that we pretty much
2: solved this one. Yeah, together. Lisa, Lisa, thanks so much for calling in. We're going to need to hear from you again. Thank
1: you
2: so much. Um, so uh, after you get this haircut
3: situation figured
2: out, uh, I'm going to give you a call back in a couple of weeks.
3: Okay, sounds good. Hey, Lisa, Lisa, I got one question for you. Are you there. Lisa, can you hear me? It's Michael. Can you hear me? Conversation's over, man. Yep.
2: Hey, just to give yeah. you a note, Lisa, Michael, yeah. No Question yeah. like for out out you, Lisa.
3: <laughs> Lisa, just a question for you. I know we're kind of wrapping this up. Is there any yeah. chance your barber yeah. was what they call a will o' the wisp, like a will o' the wisp? <laughs> he's calling is? in Lisa.
2: Hey, this is fantastic. This has been great, Lisa. But uh, yeah, I'm going to cut Michael okay. off right there because he's convinced these weird gremlins. It's a whole thing, but we're going to let you go back to your pump and um, keep on lifting those weights up real big because you're. Thank uh, you
1: so much. that right. uh, the
2: bigger your muscles are, that's going to work for the haircut. By the way, we forgot to mention that.
1: Okay, sounds good. I'll go get my pump on. Thank you so much. All right, bye bye.
2: Very good. Willofthewisps.com. Bye. Willofthewisps.com, which has to be some weird porn site. I don't think so. I think it's a site probably for goblins and the like. (laughs) Don't be so charmed by that. Don't be so enjoyed by the goblins. Well, uh... (laughs) Another perfect episode. We're just about narrowing it down to the final segment of the show,
3: which you don't even know. Because you have never listened to the show. Of course, course show. I do. No, no, I no, no, I do. You do. You do ten minutes of sports trivia. And at the we've end. known
2: each other for years at this point. <laughs> we met fucking probably a decade ago at this point. And I was a week, true. I was probably not a decade ago, but I was. I was a young twenty-something, just cutting my teeth in sunny Manhattan, and uh, you made fun of me for the way <laughs> I was slating. But in a nice way, in a in a nice way, in a fun way. You kept going, yeah. this guy, and then you know. And I was like, yeah, all right. So anyway, this is the final segment of the show, a segment that we like to call Get Real. This is a part of the show where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. And I'm sitting here with the grief god, Michael Cruz
3: Kane. (laughs) Host of the podcast, Good Grief. Mm. absolutely not correct <laughs>
2: <laughs> new season coming out september 1 <laughs> all right <laughs> 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 deeply deeply <laughs> profoundly wrong <laughs> uh michael uh, you got kids what's up with that well you also you also have a kid you have a new kid right i have a new baby and i'm wondering if you have any hot parenting um, you know uh, tips because, uh, yeah, he's very young. He's like two months and a week. And uh, so he's still a little baby. He's getting that neck strength up and uh, kind of doing
3: his thing. But, um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Anyway. Um, I guess if I had to think of tips at that age. Yeah. What what I would say is protect each other's sleep. Definitely mom and dad protect like so she's sleeping like nothing can possibly happen while she's sleeping big time that will make me wake her up and vice versa yeah otherwise if you are tired you will be fighting about stuff you haven't even (laughs) you'll be fighting about stuff that you can't even imagine fighting about right now yeah no I find that's
2: yeah that's one that's good it's real good
3: I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead and then number two would be and this is genuine. Yeah. Forgive yourself. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And you and don't let them don't carry them with you forever. Everybody's Big everybody's time. messing it up. Yeah. What's that uh I think it's Philip Larkin, the poet? Hmm. They fuck you up, your mom and dad. They don't mean to, but they do.
2: That's yeah. just like
3: that's what it's gonna be. There will yeah. be some way in which you ruin your child and there's nothing you could do about it yeah I know
2: I love that mentality I think that like I I've, I say this all the time recently but I, it, I I we are so stumbling through it and just trying to figure it out and trying to do the right thing and all that stuff I don't know how people get through it and then feel like they're confident enough to be very specific about how it should be done
3: yes I agree with that I I, it, I loathe that kind of not I mean the parenting might be fine, but when other parents yeah. talk to me about like we did this and it was right, yeah. no. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for it to all fall apart for you. Yeah, I know, because it's just like
2: I have no fucking idea, but also neither do you. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like or to, to people who are trying to like give weird advice. That's like not even weird advice, because advice I don't I don't it doesn't bother me. It's more just like, oh, you did that. Like that's a little soon for whatever. Or it's like, oh, he should be he should be X, and it's just like I don't fucking know. Like this is all so foreign to everybody. Like I don't know. It's just all everyone's one thing. But yeah, we're trying to protect each other's sleep. That's big. Um, I also just like yeah, I'm trying anything I can to get Sarah uh, some nanny help and stuff like that because she's an actress. She's a performer. She's, my wife Sarah. You wouldn't know this, but uh, she's uh, she's, <laughs> she's you're just a hired gun. You know, we'll never see each other again. But. She's uh, she's a performer, she's a creative And I'm trying to get her some nanny health So she can uh, get back to doing that stuff too Because she's also been locked up for nine months Cooking this thing And uh, I want to make sure she gets the opportunities To do whatever she
3: wants I think that's the, that's really a lovely thing to do And I, th- I hope that you do that for each other You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. parents But you're also aspiring artists, etc, etc you got to keep those flames up burning Yeah, for sure Aspiring, wow but, um <laughs> <laughs> You know what I uh, fuck you, man I mean, <laughs> I mean, like you have you have further aspirations. You have more. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. That's enough of that. <laughs> Michael, thanks so much for
3: doing the show. You were an absolute delight. I'm sweating from laughing. Oh, good. Me too. Oh, wait. I wanted to plug one other thing. Can I do that? Is it too late for that? Is this, is this over? You didn't record any of this, did you?
2: Well, I figured we'd do one test one, then we'd do one next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you need to plug? Your TikTok? Your Instagram? Also- what? what is it? <laughs>
3: Okay, you're screaming at me. I'm also doing uh, an off-Broadway show starting April 28th. April 28th to June 4th. Yeah. I have a one-man show called Sorry for Your Loss, yeah. produced by Audible at the Manetta Lane Theater. Come mm. check it out. That's awesome.
2: Oh, wow. I'll have to
3: come see it. Um, you can count my ticket and stuff, and um,
2: I'll just come on down. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Well, I'll do it just for you. Yeah. Just for Theater One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like... And is the, and, and what's the, the show is, uh, about similar things that your podcast is about, I'm guessing.
3: Yes. The show is you called re- sorry for your loss. And it
2: is very much about grief. That's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah. I love that. Um, Thanks, yeah. Content about grief makes me feel seen. Uh, truly my favorite stuff. I know I'm trying to like, it's, it's hard too cause I have, I just shot a short film that was kind of like inspired by one of my best friends passed away and uh, it was inspired by our relationship. So it was very autobiographical. And I felt like working on that made me feel way closer to her, but also like it just also brings up all the shit. You're like reliving feelings
3: uh, and stuff like that. So that's uh, wild. Have you experienced that? Or, you know, I'm guessing. You yes, did. absolutely. And I think also like another part of it that's complicated is that it, like the act of doing it becomes so precious. You're like, I want to make sure that you you have this friend that you love and you're like, I want to make sure everything I say in this is like not fucked up. I'm not like making, trying to like getting a cheap laugh or whatever at the expense of the memory of this person that I love.
2: Yeah, no, that part is also tricky. Well, go check out, um, good grief, uh, slash a good cry. (laughs) 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 Michael's my guest, a good cry. And, uh, thanks for doing the show. Uh, again, any social handles you want to plug or do you not want to be found on the internet?
3: You can find me at Cruz Kane on Instagram and mm. on Twitter and uh, just Michael Cruz Kane fully on willowthewisp.net. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for listening to, to everybody. On the- As always, <laughs> remember that
2: perfection is only a call away.
3: That was a HeadGum Podcast.